Brother, again, thank you. Thank you so much for, uh, for giving me some of your time, mate. And I appreciate it. It's the first one. I appreciate it too, man. Like I said, I, I do appreciate you inviting me on. I'm excited for uh, what's to come. Unconventional training. You had me in yeah. two words, mate. You had me in two friggin' words. And to be honest, the way I look at it, like this whole fitness, strength and conditioning, physical exploration, I look at it as like a frontier world, right? And it's like, well, we don't really know. You know, we got these books. We can read all the shit that we want. But we don't know how it actually plays out. And that, I think, is a really beautiful thing. It's a, it's a, it's a rope-like molded structure between theory and practical. You know, we need mm -hmm. we need the scientists, we need the very, very smart individuals out there to create said books. But then we also need the crazy motherfuckers out there to then put it into practice and be like, ah, oh, guys, it didn't really work. You know, or that worked yeah. to a T, you know. Um, what got you into this whole thing? Man, um, yeah, so with unconventional training, it's been a it's been a a weird journey. So I, you know, I've been I've been training since I was I uh, I don't know maybe twelve years old, thirteen years old. My dad got me into it. You know, just basic kind of calisthenics around the house, right? You know, remember the old school put perfect push up. You know, that would rotate in and out. Yeah. We had one of those a uh, a janky looking like pull up bar that hung from our door. So you know, I got into it pretty early, um, and then I fell in love with the weight room. You know, in high school, weightlifting, um, and from there, kind of just took off. To be honest, man. So. You know, I, I, I went into the Air Force. I'm still in the Air Force. You know, uh, physical health is a big part of any any military, I, I, I believe, right? Army, Air Force, Navy, Marines. Uh, we take a lot of pride in, in our physical health. So, um, you know, it was just basic conventional lifting, right? Basic conventional lifting for years, the bench press, deadlift, squats, you know, the typical bro lifts, right? And I got into powerlifting, did powerlifting for, you know, something like three or four years. And it just got repetitive, man. You know, like a lot of things, it just got real repetitive. It's just the same thing over and over and over again. You know, so powerlifting from 2018, 2021, let's say, uh, we move out here to Arizona, right? Military move. We came out here and started setting up my garage gym a little bit more, started acquiring more freaking equipment. And one day I'm scrolling through Instagram and I see this dude. I don't remember what, who it was. It might've been like on it. Um, like the, the on it web, you know, the on it gym in, in uh, Austin, Texas, I believe, saw somebody throwing around a mace. And I was like, what the hell? You know, like, what is that? And honestly, man, from from there, it's it's kind of it's kind of history. I uh, ended up buying a, a steel club, you know, um, a 10 pound steel club, nothing crazy. Eventually got a 15 pound steel club. Then I got some freaking club bells. Then I got sandbags and um fast forward like maybe a year from there after kind of messing around with them a little bit i deployed to qatar right when i deployed to qatar i was messing around a little more with kettlebells sandbags kind of getting the hang of them a little bit more you know still real awkward with the lifts you know if i if i go back and i were send, send you some videos man it's it's kind of embarrassing really to look back and laugh at them but it just shows the progression you know as well yeah um but then, you know, I played a guitar. I bought a, a mace from CK Mace Works. Maybe you've heard of them on Instagram. Took a mace with or a club actually with me to uh, Qatar. And while I was out there for seven months on my deployment was just honest. I think I was swinging around a club every single day. 
Um, got into kettlebells out there a lot more. Uh, was lifting kettlebells, sandbags, clubs, just doing a lot of unconventional style lifting, you know, opposed to what the norm was, especially out there. You know, I get all kinds of crazy looks, you know, swinging around a club outside in Qatar. Like people would be like, what the hell is this guy doing over there? Um, came back here and it's just honestly, man, it's just taken off. I, I love it. It's so much fun. It's different. It's challenging. It's uh, it's been a freaking journey, man. And I just want to grow, you know, with with seems like a lot more people right now are, are learning about unconventional training, picking up kettlebells, picking up clubs, sandbags. Mm. Um, and I'm just here to kind of just share the journey, you know, uh, with my Instagram account. So it's been fun, man. I love it. I think it's awesome. man. You know, I really do. I think the more avenues we can we can go down and, and figure out in terms of this this fitness journey, this fitness, you know, umbrella, as I like to think about it, you know, yoga, Pilates, throw it all in there. It's all under the same thing, you know, Zumba, yeah. case, uh, uh, mace, kettlebells, CrossFit, powerlifting, strongman, it's all, all under the same thing, right? We're all trying to explore something physical to then unlock something mental, right? And trying to look mm -hmm. after this this shell that we're, uh, we're bound towards, right? And I think it's awesome, man. Like, I really do. I think it can fix a lot of nagging injuries over the time. Like, I really want to try those uh, those mace, right? I really want to mm -hmm. swing those bad boys around. Like, I've had some dicky shoulders over the years from playing rugby. Like, you end up smashing people with your shoulders for 80 minutes, probably two to three times yeah. a week for years on end. Like, you end up developing yeah. some dicky shoulders, right? And I'm like, oh, these things, like, how can we how can we get stronger in any way possible? You know, and pardon the pun here, but the way I try and make it to, or try and express it to some people that come into the gym was that basically guys, we're trying to make you harder to kill, you know, trying to make yeah. you a little bit more robust, you know, so you don't go down the stairs, you turn, take a left and that's your, that's your back gone. It's like, hopefully you can take yeah. a little bit of a knock and we're okay now, you know? And um, I think it's awesome, man. I really do. Like a, I think it went through the whole, you know, machine revolution, so to speak, right? And then it went through the whole mm -hmm. functional revolution, so to speak. And now we're going like unilateral. Now we're going odd, odd object, maybe a little bit more of a rebirth of the calisthenic and the gymnastic scene for its for its purity, rather than we're going to do some gymnastic for CrossFit. You know, it's like no, no, no. Yeah. Well, can you do the pommel horse? You know, can you do a perfect vertical freestanding handstand rather than like I can be on my hands? It's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. But can yeah. you can you pursue mastery in one movement? And um, I think we're asking a lot more questions, and I think it's great. Yeah, I mean, that's you know, I think that that's what's really unique about at least you know the unconventional style training. Um, I think that there's something out there that says like every four to six years, you know, there's like a new niche that comes out in the yeah. fitness, right? Whether it's like hot yoga, hot Pilates, hot something, right? And unconventional might be one of those things, right? But hopefully it's here to stay. I think a lot of these other things have stayed, you know, uh, it, it targets a certain audience. And I think that that's kind of along the lines of what unconventional training is as well. You know, it, it does target yeah. a certain audience. You know, it is a very specific niche, you know? But it is so like even just for somebody that's just barely getting into the gym to do some kettlebells, to lift up a barbell, you know, do some zercher squats, to throw a sandbag around. It's just a lot more 
I don't know, gratifying, mentally gratifying. There's something about it, you know, opposed to just benching, squatting, deadlifting. Like those are still awesome. I, I love it. I, I'm, I'm a power lifter by heart. You know, I still incorporate a lot of power lifting in my, in my, in my um, training as well as, you know, a little bit of strongman training as well. Mm. Like I love those. I love all different styles of lifting, but once you start exploring just all these different niches, right. All these different worlds, CrossFit, strongman, unconventional, whatever it is, even hot Pilates, hot yoga, you know, like I freaking go do hot. I've done hot yoga in the past. I've done hot yoga the last two months now. Um, I think it's just important for us, you know, for people that love fitness that want to keep going down whatever fitness journey it is to explore many different avenues, you know, cause there's so freaking many out there. Mm-hmm. Um, that's, and that's honestly where my heart is right now, at least with unconventional it's freaking, it's grabbed me and the community is real tight. You know, it seems that at least right now, you know, it seems really tight. There's a lot of good people within the community that genuinely care, you know, at least it seems like they care. So, yeah. uh, that's yeah. awesome, man. you know, and I think we need to be a bit more inclusive in the whole fitness industry, especially ones that work within it. You know, you get the whole stereotypical strength and conditioning coaches that are like, no, no, everything needs to be sport specific. You know, if we don't specifically use this muscle in high velocity within a sport, we're not training it. You know, you're just like, well, okay, thanks for that, Jeff. You know, let's carry on. Yeah. You know, and then you got, no, no, if it's not constantly varied, it's not this, it's not right. And you know, oh, fucking hell like guys they they are built on something right these niches these little four-year things that come around the fads if you want to call it a fad okay cool they're built on something they're getting people in the bloody gym that means it's working you know as long as they're bloody safe doing it yeah okay let's teach them how to do it correctly right rather than just throwing this mace and bouncing it off a wall and you're like whoa whoa, let's calm down before we start doing that right it's like well if they're doing it safely, I think it's a great thing. You know, let's let's increase our toolbox rather than having snatch and clean and jerk, rather than having SBD, rather than having a, a yoke and a, uh, and a Herculean hold or something like that, right? It's like we can do different things. And if we are teaching GPP to people, right, if we have general physical preparedness, we want as many things in that part as possible. And we're making that soup, right? We're just kind of stirring that part and be like, chuck as many things as you want in there because we're eventually it's going to come on rotation. You might not see it again for the next 18 months because there's so many other things out there, but you're going to have a little taste of it. And I think it's freaking awesome, man. I really do. Like I would, I would love to see more gyms have some maces. You know, everybody has a kettlebell now, you know, whether it's a, a, a pink 10 pound one in the corner or it's the big boys which weigh like 90 kilos you know everybody's got yeah. a kettlebell which is which is awesome right it's like okay cool let's start swinging it let's start swinging it with one arm you know maybe we put it above our head now maybe we pause at our shoulder before putting it above our head you know and learning how to transition between the two movements and i think it's um i think it's cool as shit man i really do i hope it's yeah, not a fact i agree i don't think so man i think uh I think it'll be here to stay. Uh, that's that's my opinion. You know, like you said, I think everybody has a kettlebell now in, in their gym, right? And that's what's so awesome about kettlebells or clubs or, or you know, these maces is they're small enough to kind of take anywhere you really want. You know, like yeah. you keep it in your car, you keep it in your garage, you keep it in your room, um, anywhere, right? You don't have to have some crazy garage gym setup. You know, you could have an, an eight kilo freaking kettlebell 
you know, and get a good workout and, you know, and it's a good starting point as well. You know, like learn how to pick up, learn how to row the kettlebell, learn how to clean the kettlebell. Let's learn how to snatch the kettlebell. All the things you said. Um, I think that, uh, I think it'll stay, man. I, that's just my opinion, but who knows? It might, it might you know go away. It might just be a fad, but, um, I'd, hopefully not. Man. I'd talk about progressions too, man. You know, I think we jump people onto the barber way too quickly. You know, and I've been guilty of it in the past. You know, we we kind of get ahead of ahead of ourselves. We're like, oh, fuck yeah, let's let's lift this twenty kilo, fifteen kilo um barbell. You're like, first of all, they've just learned how to body weight squat, mate. They've just learned how to do a push up. You know, they've they can barely even put a broomstick above the red. You know, they don't even know what a deadlift is yet. They still think it's bad for the back. You know, it's like, well, let's let's bridge that gap a little bit. Let's give them a dumbbell. Let's give them a, a kettlebell. You know, let's get the integrity of the shoulder joint a little bit more strong and sturdy, right? And it's given this mace, which is five pound, ten pound, rather than a freaking forty-five pound bar. You know, it's like yeah. let's let's bridge that gap a little bit. You know, there's there's a reason why we got training bars. They're not just kids bars. You know, we can give yeah. them to adults. They can be real rehabilitation tools. Like uh, I think it's I think it's great, dude. I really do. I think it's more of a ignorance piece from a coach's perspective of like, I don't really know how to do this myself. So I'm just going to be like, nah, let's push that in the corner, you know, rather than like, well, I don't know how to do this myself. Let's go ask somebody who does, let's bring them in, you know, let's yeah. get a workshop going on. Let's get qualified up. Let's, let's go experiment with myself, you know, rather than getting a group of 16. It's like, let's start swinging these metal things. Like, yeah. fuck everything's progression, man. And, and, you know, as a coach, you know, you're going to have different clients, different team members, different, whatever, right. That are either really advanced, you know, or literally just starting. Right. And everything is about like, well, let me figure out where every single person's at and cater to their specific needs. Right. I think that that's something that we might lack, you know, like we do want to just jump right into it. Um, you talked about bridging the gap. Um, I think that that's a big thing. I think that you have to be able to show humility within yourself first. And, you know, you got a lot of ego that there's a lot of different um, ego is a big part of it, man. in in any aspect of life really. Right. But you can see in the gym a lot, people are going to, you know, they might've never picked up a freaking a mace, right. Let's just use the mace. For example, they end up picking up a 50 pound mace. You know, I, I can't even swing a 50 pound mace. Right. But, you know, you might have a beginner and next thing you know, they're just jacking themselves up. Right. But, uh, every, it, it, it starts with humility, right? Like, let me see where I'm at. Let me fix myself first before I can start fixing other people as well. Um, I think that's kind of where that bridging the gap does start is within ourselves, you know, as coaches. Yeah. That ego is a big thing, right? Yeah. It's always at the door, man. You got to keep it in check 24 seven, you know, like if we keep our head in the sand, that motherfucker's going to grab hold of you. It changes how we look at people. It changes how we walk. It changes how we act. Like, how do you keep? How do you keep your ego in check? How do I keep my ego in check? That's a good question, man. Um, I think it just starts with recognizing, like, it, it, is my ego playing a part right now? You know, it, you you have to ask those questions within yourself first, right? Um, like I said, I'm, I'm a power, you know, I'm a power lifter by heart. I love power lifting. I love chasing the numbers, right? Like in the next big PR. Um, but 
there's a difference between like playing it smart and then letting your ego take those numbers instead, right? How can I efficiently and safely lift up possibly, you know, 100% 1RM, you know, while still maintaining some kind of proper mechanics opposed to, all right, here we go. I, I struggled with a freaking a 405, right? Let me try throwing a 455. Right? That's that's where the ego plays in, right? Or um, you, you really just got to check yourself first, man. Uh, I think a lot of people struggle with that, though. You know, they don't really know how to ask or, or start by looking at themselves first. Um, I think I've learned a lot of that through the military, though, to be completely honest, you know, just leaving your ego at the door. I've had a lot of good leaders in my past, you know, mentors that have help me out. You know, it's not just, it's not just ego lifting, you know, it, it's your ego in general, your ego plays a, a big, big part in just how you conduct yourself daily. Um, so really to start with just asking like a question, like, is this my ego talking or is this, you know, something smart that I can do? <clears throat> that self-awareness piece, man, you know, questioning yeah. yourself, acknowledging your own bias, you know, am I coming from a point of bias right now? You know, am I, pushing away a different perspective or a different thought process just because no, 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 I have to be right. You know, it really does corrupt, especially a dude, man, you know, a young male mind. It's so close minded, you know, and that's one of those things where, especially when I see him come through the gym and we're all guilty of it, mate. Like, you know, I'm guilty of it myself, but you see him come through the gym and you your youth youth athletes right or youth members of society and you just you're just teaching them life through the medium of fitness that's all we're doing you know it's some of them are going to go pro most of them won't and that's okay but it's like you're so one-sided like you see life through through one lens you know it's like you're wearing like these these goggles all the time and you're like guys if you just take those goggles off and put on a different set of goggles and be like, well, this is Adam's goggles. And you're like, well, I see the world completely different now. You're like, yeah, precisely. You know, you have to be Man. able to, to question yourself, right? What you're talking about right now, man, is, you know, kind of what I, what I, what I teach. It really is at, at its core, what I teach about, um, not, not strength training at all. Right. But it is, I, I teach a bunch of students, right? I have a, I have a couple of students that I teach. That's my job. Um, and day one, you know, when they walk in, you know, we're developing them becoming leaders of the Air Force, right? Like that's part of my job is to develop them stepping into their next leadership roles. Day one, you know, once they're brand new in this class, brand new people, you know, classroom of 12 to 16 individuals, right? Brand new faces they never worked with, or maybe there's some that they have worked with or might know, but it is like, hey, your time here, you know, your short five weeks here, you can either gain a lot or you can gain a little. And it's all based off of how much you are willing to put into it. You know, first off, it's about how much you're willing to put into it, but as well as not being closed minded, you know, allowing yourself to be open minded to so many different perspectives. You talk about biases, right? Mm -hmm. We all have unconscious biases, whether you know, that's what they're, that's why they're called unconscious biases, right? Mm -hmm. um, but you're able to adapt and open and have an open mindset you're now able to pull different perspectives from everybody right open your open you're used to seeing like this now you're slowly opening it up like holy shit i never thought about it like that 
holy shit, I never thought about it like that. You know, walking in somebody else's shoes, man. Um, once it, it translates to the gym too, right? Like I see yeah. it on, on, you know, I see it on social media, right? Like going back to different niches, people will shit on anybody, right? Especially like the haters on Instagram or stuff like that. You know, um, I say haters with quotations, but yeah. um, they're so quick to jump and, and, and shun out whatever it is that you might be doing, but it's like, oh, like, why are you being so close-minded, you know? Like, why not open your mind up and maybe try some hot Pilates, you know? Try some hot yoga. Why not try some unconventional lifting, you know? It doesn't have to be so straightforward. My way is the highway, you know? Um, you're speaking my language, man. It's that's, that's a big part of lifting, about life, about leadership, about coaching, about really anything. Um, just being able to open up that mind and be, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Being open to just different people's opinions, perspectives, whatever. Yeah, that's it, man. You know, when I, I really do believe that fitness and inside of the gym helps us develop the outside of the gym, you know, especially when you've got some sort of mentor around you and you're learning from other people. And even if we've got that five letter word plastered on our back saying coach, you know, we're learning from the people in front of us. You know, even when you're in the classroom and you've got those 12 to 16 individuals in front of you, you're learning from those 12 to 16 people. You know, they're not just there learning from you and, and you're, you're stood up on your high horse saying, I can't learn anything from you. So that's completely incorrect. You know, I, I say things all the time, like you, you teach the movement, but you coach the individual. You know, the a deadlift is not going to change, but the way you do it might have to because you leave a lens, because you pass training history, because of yada, yada, yada. You know, like things are going to have to mold for what's in front of you. So we're going to have to learn how to do that on the fly, you know, instantaneously yeah. right now, you know, and I, I really do believe it, you know, we're, we're developing some physical competence to, to show and develop some, my, uh, some confidence, right? So then we can walk out of the gym and be like, oh, okay, I can do this. Oh, Let's go learn something new. Let's go try this. You know, let's go try that. All a gym is, is just a relatively controlled environment. The world ain't fucking controlled. Well, if it is, we ain't pulling no. the strings, mate. <laughs> it's all about, it starts with showing humility, man. You know, first day too, I tell my students, like, I am learning as much as I am from you guys as you are from me. You know, being a follower, being a leader, you know, that's, they're interchangeable, right? Even if you're a leader, you got to know when to follow. Same applies in the gym, right? You're going to learn. You People might sit on their high horses or, or whatever, right? Might think they know it all. You really don't. You know, you're constantly learning. We're constantly learning from our, from the people we're with, the, the the environment we're in. You know, this control two, three hours, however long you're in the gym for, you know, with your, with your clients or whoever. I think that maybe some people understand, but maybe some people forget. It's like you have such a huge impact. Yeah. on a person's life within those two to three hours it's actually crazy you know like if you actually just sit there and think about like what i'm saying today what i'm doing today can drastically like impact this person you know male female whatever's yeah. life in such profound ways um and i think it, it does you know besides you know working out and and aiming for goals you know whatever goals you might have in the gym it does start with building a relationship you know building trust within the people that you are surrounded with, you know, this isn't just, this is life, you know, but the gym as well, like whether you own a gym or you're a coach or, you know, you just go to a gym for two, 
you know, hour, two hours, however long it is, you know, um, build those relationships, build those, build those relationships, build that trust with the people in that gym, you know, in your, in your, in your environment. Cause it's going to, it's, it can drastically impact people's lives. Um, as a coach, I think that that's as a coach or as a personal trainer or whatever, right. That's something that we need to realize. Um, and I don't, I don't know. I don't know if, if coaches do or not, you know, I'm still fairly new to this, right. I don't, I don't know if it's, um, something that a lot of people think about, but it's something that I care deeply about, you know, and I think that there's people out there that also share the same as well, but we have to develop our interpersonal communication with people, you know, learn to talk with people, learn to build relationships with people. Um, it doesn't just have to be, you know, a, you know, all right, let's work out today. You know, we're going to hit our freaking EMOM and our AMRAP and whatever, yeah. you know, and then we're gonna peace out, you know, and that's it. For some people, that's enough, right? Like they're, they're checking that box. Right. And that's, that's fine too, I, I guess, you know, but there's people that are going there to be around a positive environment too. So as a coach, you need to be able to give off and give them that positive environment. Yeah, man. And some days, some days they need that from you. You know, some days they're like, ah, coach, just do us a favor. Don't talk to me for an hour. You're like, no problem, man. Good job. Like, let's get things going. Let's fucking move around a little bit and everything's going to be all right. I'll see you again tomorrow. You know, and the, but people do want an arm around the shoulder. People do want somebody to give a shit about them. The only thing is they might not show you until the 15th time. You just have to keep going. That's your job. You know, your job is soft skills. Yeah, okay, fine. You need some hard skills. You need to pass a qualification and get a certificate and know what you're talking about. Yeah, okay, granted, I think that's, you know, that's a given. You know, it's it, it's basic training. You've got, to, you've got to fucking pass that to get in the room, right? If you don't, yeah. what are you doing? Get out of here. You know, <laughs> go past that qualification, right? Okay, well, you're in the room, right? Sound, you know what you're talking about. Now it's, now it's the hairy fairy stuff. Now it's the hippy dippy stuff. Now it's the soft and squishy stuff. Why? Because it's it's people. You know, it's not really like, oh, okay, if I learn this definition, I'm gonna be sound. It's like, no, like like that definition might be true one day out of the year. What about the other 364 of them? You know, it is it's it's really interchangeable all the time because we change day to day and they change. The environment changes, the weather changes, we go through the seasons, everything's always shifting around. You know, I think about it as a as a game of chess. We have the uh, we have the pieces, right? But we don't even have the frigging board out. It's like, where am I putting the pieces? It's like, good luck, figure it out. It's like you know the rules, but you don't know where the bloody squares are. It's like, fuck, how am I supposed to do this? You're like, well, talk to them, figure it out. You know, have a little bit of a vibe for the room. Oh, the, the room's not not doing too good today, guys. You know, like the other, the other night, it was last week, last class of the night. They're usually the best. Why? Because they want to talk a little bit more shit, right? They want to laugh a little bit more. It's been a long day. You came in, room was stale as a motherfucker. I was like, guys, what's wrong with you tonight? Like, we're 20 minutes in, 25 minutes in, and I've still got nothing back from you. So what's going on tonight? Again, nothing. I was like, all right, no problem. All right, let's get moving. You give them a little less, as in let less feedback. Hey guys, I want you to do this thing and this. Don't worry about the third one. I want you to do this and this. All right, you ready? All right, cool, go. And then afterwards, feel great. The next day they're like, oh yeah, like we were all a little bit off, you know, that day. I was like, that's okay. That's on us or on me because 
I was the only coach there to just be able to move things around, you know, it's that soft skill. That's such a valuable thing, man. Um, the fact you're able to pick up, you know, because a lot of people don't, they can't sense like when yeah. something's off in the room or if people are up, like that's such a valuable skill to have. So the fact you're able to realize that is huge. You know, I call it, I call it climate control, right? Like yeah. if you're building these relationships, you're building that trust, you know, with your people, you are going to be able to fucking tell when they are off, you know, when there's something off and then you can, you can go about, you know, solving that problem, you know, like, well, what's causing X to be off, you know, what's causing this environment that we're in right now to be off. You start, it starts with building relationships, you know, like it really yeah. does. Uh, you build those relationships with people, right? Your friends, your, your teammates, the people you work out with, you are going to be able to notice like subtle hints, like, Oh shit. Like, John's not been talking a lot today or subtle movements, like subtle things in, in his non-verbals, you know, like, fuck, like something, is something off with him today? Mm -hmm. um, you're going to be able to spot those, you know, if you, if you took the time to truly invest into building that relationship with somebody, um, that can make the world of a difference, you know, with, with, with just people building those, building that trust with people. Um, and it's such a valuable skill to have, man. The fact that you're able to realize that and, uh, and spot that in the gym is freaking awesome. And, the, and people are going to have bad days, you know, like not every day is going to be freaking sunshines and rainbows, you know, like people, people are going to have bad days. That's just a part of life, you know, but when it starts going for multiple days, right, weeks, months, it's like, holy shit, like what's, what's actually going on? It starts with asking the question, you know, like, hey, is everything okay? Yeah. And then from there, right, that opens up a whole new dialogue. And now you're able to maybe solve a problem, help somebody out. Um, or even just be a freaking an ear to listen to, you know, like chances are they probably just want to talk. That's fine. Like let them talk, then, you know, be that, be that person to let them vent, um, spill their emotions out. And then once that's done, right. But actively listen, you know, like make sure that you're listening to them. And don't be fucking off in la la land, you know, like oh, this guy's still talking, you know, like, no, actually care about what, what it is that they're saying, you know, and then, and then from there, right. What's the next step, you know, like, okay, like, how are you feeling now? Um, man that's that's a that's such a valuable skill man you're able to spot that and, and pick that up oh, i just had the absolute privilege man of of working across fucking so many different places seeing so many different people the thousands of people just coming through just wanting to listen to what you got to say and you're like okay let's do this thing called pe you know like fitness at the end of the day is just physical education you know we're trying to teach them at least one thing and get them moving and then it's like, see you tomorrow, you know? And it's, um, I think it's because of the diversity of folk I've seen in front of my eyes. Um, and including like being coached, you know, including uh, coaching under people and around people and watching, you know, staying late and watching, getting there early and watching. You know, I don't want to say it's all been been my brush. You know, it's, it's just be, you'd be seeing different folk and you're like, oh, okay, this has got to, this this adapts here and this changes here and you know it's it's never been it's never been like consolidated to one group of people you know i left i left home at a pretty pretty early age and pursued this thing and then left country and then left gym and then changed 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 you know it's like you just see so many different people from everywhere different experiences different yeah. stories and you're like yeah this is mint we're all friggin' human. Let's do it. You know, and you end up having to figure out a way 
to understand the room rather than just verbally. You know, you're like, oh, okay, something smells different today. You know, all right, sound. We're going to have to um, change the way we communicate a little bit, you know, and that's all right. That's our job. But, brother, I've got three questions. Yeah. yeah, let's hear it. What's the greatest piece of life advice you've ever received? The greatest piece of life advice I've ever received? Man. Um, so I think about one of my um, – a mentor of mine, right? I share this with my students as well. But it's real easy to get caught up in day-to-day work, right? Day-to-day activities. Um, real easy to just – I'm going to stay at work an extra – hour you know but we need to be able to realize like that work is probably going to be there tomorrow you know like take a step back my 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 prior boss my pri- my previous mentor be like the work is going to be there tomorrow take care of yourself first before you start worrying about other things uh because I, I realized you know like i'd be freaking staying at work super late you know and then i'd be stressing about the next task tomorrow make sure that i accomplish this and that the work is going to be there tomorrow. Just take care of today first. Mm, I like that a lot, man. What's the worst piece of life advice you've ever received? <laughs> the worst piece of life advice I've ever received, man, I don't know. Um, that's a good question. Worst piece of life advice I've ever received. I don't know, man. I really don't know. Um, I think that I've, my my military career right i've been surrounded by so many positive and negative people um there's probably a lot of negative things that i could say that probably outweigh the positives um so it's really hard to pinpoint you know just one thing but understand like being able to learn from the negatives i think is a huge, huge positive you know you could learn so much from the mess ups that people have done you know or things that you might not, the things that you've seen that you may have not liked um, to be able to push forward. I don't necessarily think I have any bad advice I've ever received, that I, at least that I could think of right now off the top of my head. But I think being able to learn and adapt with different situations is good advice, even if it's bad, you know, learn from the bad stuff as well. For sure, dude. Even if it's like, okay, I'm not going to do that. <laughs> yeah. You know, take something good out of it, man. Don't hold on to the... Yeah. Uh, don't fall off every word that if it isn't going to be, uh, isn't going to be beneficial for yourself or the people around you, you know? Yeah. What are the three words you tell your younger self? What are the three words? What? You would tell your younger self. Man, the three words I would tell my younger self, just keep working. Mm. Just keep working. I think. There's a uh, man. If, if I were to think today, right. That I would have, been where I was at where I'm at right now like I was not a good student I was I think I graduated like a 1.96 GPA right which is um fucking awful it's like D's across the board (laughs) um I never would have thought I'd be here where I'm at today um but just keep working just keep grinding away life has its way of working out you know one way or another um there were a lot of times in the past where I was like what the fuck am I doing right now Am I doing something productive in my life, you know? But it all ended up working out in the end. Ended up working out some way, somehow, some way, some shape, some form. So just keep working. Bravo. Thank you so much, man. This has been an honor and a privilege. Appreciate it. I appreciate it very much again. Um, this has been an awesome uh, experience.
not gonna lie, I was I, I had my nerves up earlier. I was like, I don't know what the hell is about <laughs> to happen, but um, easygoing guy, man. You're an easygoing guy. I actually, I really, I really value this conversation we just had. Brother, there's always a seat at this table, man, and your voice is uh, it's gonna be heard. You know, like you, I will listen to you any day of the fucking week, mate. I appreciate it. I appreciate that a lot. Appreciate your time. You go have a good day with the family, and uh, we'll talk Sir, soon. You- Right, stay warm out there, man. I will do, man. Take it easy. Bye, everybody.